Hello and welcome to another episode of the Ball and Foot Podcast. At this point, Tom, uh, we're just trying to make it through the season. Um, we're almost <laughs> there. Um, yeah, I'm Daniel, and I'm joined as always by the. I'm, I'm out of adjectives. This this season's done. My brain's yeah, not working. I'm joined by Jason. He's lovely. People. He's lovely. Yeah. Uh, Daniel is uh, equally, if not more so, lovely. Um, this is a compliment train going on right here. Uh, I mean, we we could dish out some compliments to the team this week, though. We could have last week, but I went on a rant. So this yeah. week, we should probably dish out at least a little bit to the team. I don't know. As well. we, we, we drew with Nottingham Forest. I mean, I don't know if there's a lot of compliments <laughs> to go around this week. But Well, I actually didn't watch the game. I just watched the highlights, and highlights always make things look better. So you'll have to tell me um, how everything went. It was a Outside of like the beginning of the second half, it was a really boring match. That was that's pretty much my summation of it. It was not. I, I mean, by the end of the match, I was just like, "Why am I even watching this? Like, this yeah. is so just like I'm tired of this. I'm tired of this season. I'm just ready for it to be over with. Can we just go ahead and you know help City win the title next or this week now? You know, Sunday. So just help them win it." And put Arsenal out of their misery by losing the match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um, yeah, I guess the only thing left to play in our season, right, is to play spoiler. Nah, I, I don't want to play spoiler though. Yeah, <laughs> I want to lose. <laughs> I've never wanted Chelsea to lose before, but I want them to lose this week. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, what what else? I mean, we 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 staved off relegation. Well, I mean, yeah. what else? What else did we got here? Nothing. Um, nothing else to play for. Um, this year. Um, it'd be nice if you know Frank would. I mean, at least this past weekend we did play Lewis Hall. That was yeah. nice. Um, so played you know at least one youth player. Mm-hmm. Um, I still don't know why Zia is seeing the pitch. I can't yeah, it's, it's wild. It's random. It, yeah. It is the most random thing. He's not good at football, and he's not going to be here next year. Why is Zich playing? So, he was okay at football at one time. At one time, but he also doesn't have a right foot, and everybody knows that now. So it's like, just make him dribble to the right, yeah. and he can't do anything. Yeah, yeah. So oh, it's just so frustrating. I, like It's like I try not to even get frustrated about it. Like, talking about it makes me frustrated about it. Now. Right. That's what happened to me last podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't even want to talk about it anymore just because it's so frustrating. Yeah. I mean, we're just kind of going through the motions at this point. Yeah, we are. Did it's they just... look up for it? Like, are, is, is Frank's, you know, kind of helping see the team through the rest of the season, like with a different kind of perspective or philosophy? Do you think that that's coming through to the team? Like, no. No. <laughs> no. Frank shit is a manager. He is shit. Like, there was, what was it today? An article was released talking about how, you know, the youth have to fight for their spots and all this stuff. And they got to get up for the matches, you know, and show that they want to yeah. play and all this stuff. I'm like, who on the pitch is showing that they want to even play right now from the senior level squad players? Like, yeah. None of them are showing that they want to play. None of them are showing that they want to be out there. So why the hell aren't we playing the youth? So are we? Uh, do you think we're making a mistake um, leaving Frank in for the last three games? No, because I don't think 
Ponch would come anyway. I, I, I would like it if he came, but I don't think he would have come. So yeah. I think it's just sort of a moot point. Like, you know, would I think it would have been better for him to come in for these last four matches, you know, five matches, you know, mm-hmm. just so he could get a feel for the team and stuff like that and have, you know, an idea of at least who he would like to keep instead of just having to watch wretched videos of yeah. <laughs> this team play this year, you know. So, I mean, he could have at least started implementing his training methods and everything like that, which are apparently pretty rigorous. So, I mean, I would be a proponent of him taking over, but understand why he wouldn't want to at the same time. So, I mean, he's all but confirmed at this point, right? Like, they just haven't released an official statement about it. Yeah, it's all but confirmed. Um, When Fabrizio comes out and says it's a done deal, it's a done deal. It's a wrap. So, I think... I think we're good. We, you know, we've officially got a new coach in. Um, we talked about it last episode, how we sort of felt about it. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I still, we'll see. I, I mean, he likes playing youth. He His training methods are pretty rigorous, rigorous mm-hmm. apparently. So I'm all about that. He likes to press. I'm all about pressing because we haven't done that really well. Especially yeah. under Potter, we were terrible at pressing. Tuchel wasn't great at it either. He had hit or miss matches where he we'd be good at it. But I mean, I don't know. I I, I it really comes down to me in Potch. It, it's more I think about how much control he actually has. Yeah. Like what is his control? And apparently, he negotiated his own contract. And apparently, before we hired Tuchel. He was one of the main candidates, you know, for the job. Or wait, no, after we fired people, sorry. He was one of the candidates for the job. And we really liked him then, but we didn't want to give him enough control. And that's why he didn't take the job then. And now we're we're relenting on that and apparently going to give him more control. The more control he has, it makes me a little nervous because he's never had that kind of control before. But at the same time... He's not an imbecile like the people we have that are in control now. Right. So right. it's like, it could be a catch-22 in the end. I don't know. Do you think, um, like, Lawrence and Win Stanley and um, Vavell, do you think they're kind of winning out some of these uh, battles in the background? I mean, because we, we hear from them, like, rumblings about how they're really on the poach train or how they were really off the potter train. Like, you kind of hear about uh, some mm-hmm. of those things, and, and we can't ever really know. Um, but do you do you get the sense that they're, like, kind of winning some of these battles? Like, they're – I imagine they've been in the talks with Poch. 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 Pochettino. Pochettino. Do you get the feeling that, like, they're, they've kind of helped usher this in? I mean, I just saw a few rumblings about it. I think they helped Usher Potter getting fired, for sure. I think they were. I think Bowley was the one that hung on so long mm-hmm. with that one because he was the one that wanted him so badly for God knows what reason he could possibly wanted that manager to be here. Yeah. But um. Yeah, I I think they do have some voice. I don't think it's as much as what people probably think it is. Mm-hmm. I still think it's Bowley and Co more in charge of stuff, yeah. which is depressing because that's the issue. 
like the more the managers stick their hands or managers, the more the owners stick their hands in a club, the worse off it is. I mean, look at how, I mean, yeah, United's having a good season this year, but the, what the Glazers have done to that club, you yeah. know? And so you just, I don't know. I, I it is what it is. Yeah. I don't, I, I think that, I think they have some say, you know, I think Vavell really wanted, um, uh, Nagelsmann, and apparently there was an article that got released on The Athletic today that said he was the leading candidate, but, you know, he turned us down because of all the problems we had and essentially just going out willy-nilly spending hundreds of millions of pounds on players that <laughs> don't make any sense, which you can't really blame him for that. Yeah. And so I think, too, it just he didn't want to come into – Nagelsmann didn't want to come into a situation to a club that wasn't stable, which – yeah can't really blame them. I mean, we're not a stable club. The fact that we got somebody at the caliber of Pochettino to come in here is sort of amazing after what Bowley and them have done over the last year to ruin us. So, yeah. I mean, maybe uh, Poch has just been out long enough. Yeah. I mean, he's to, been out for a year. Yeah. 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 That, I thought so, it was a little bit longer than that, actually. It, I think it has been a little over a year because we're at the end. I think he got fired before the end of the season at PSG. So I think it has been over, technically over a year. So you're right yeah. in that. Um, but yeah, I don't really. I mean, I mean the Pochettino news is the the biggest news, you know, that's broken at Chelsea this week. Um, uh, oh well, before we forget, and we just need to throw this in there. Uh, shout out to the uh, Chelsea women's team uh, yeah. for winning the FA Cup um, three years in a row now. Um, we've won the FA Cup. Uh, Sam Kerr with a long goal against United. Uh, thank goodness that you know at least at least we have something to cheer for with our women's team. For real, they're you amazing. Know. Yeah, they're amazing. I think they're still in. I think they control their own destiny with the league. Okay. Um, with the uh, what is it? The WSL, I think, is what it's called. Yeah, they have a game in hand on United and are uh, one point behind. So nice. we control our own destiny. In, in that league, if we just win out, we'll, um, um, you know, we'll be fine. Yeah. So I think I think they'll pull it out. Hopefully. Um, I mean, they have the greatest coach, and I don't know. I love Emma Hayes. So. Yeah, great. she's amazing. I, I loved yeah. when uh, Potter got fired, and we were talking about bringing her in as, uh, <laughs> or maybe it was in Tuchel. Maybe it was when both of them got fired. We were talking about well, just letting her pull double duty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it was when Potter was fired. We're like, let's just let him he's pull double duty. I mean, I get it. The doing the uh, coaching a men's team and a women's team is vastly different. Sure. And you know everything like that, and she, I don't know if she would do it or not. I mean, I don't know if she would be good at it or not, but. I know she'd be better than Frank Lampard as a caretaker <laughs> manager. <laughs> I yeah, I really do think it was a mistake just not to let Potter stay out or stay yeah. in. I mean, I I it's crazy like hindsight. I mean, I was so happy that he was out when he was out, mm-hmm. but like looking back now, I think he would have done a way better job than Frank's been doing. At least until he got knocked out of the Champions League. Of like course, if yeah. we would have lost to Madrid or yeah. something like that and our form would have continued to be really fine. At that point in time, fire him. But until we were out of the Champions League, at least let him see out that campaign because for yeah. some reason he was actually good at coaching Champions League matches. Yeah. Shit, that at Premier League matches, but Wild. Champions League matches, he was 
pretty decent at that. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's weird that, like, the biggest news of us getting a new coach, but we knew the writing was on the wall, and Potts has just been the talk of the town for a while now. Yeah. It's just weird that, like, when they announced it. So, I, I don't know. I guess they're just announcing it for, like, a fun little marketing hoopla at this point. Who knows? It might be one of those things where they're waiting for the end of the season just yeah. so it doesn't, quote-unquote, distract the team. What I mean, what do we have to be distracted from except for our misery yeah. at this point in time? So, <laughs> um, yeah, that's the only thing I can think of is that they're just waiting for the end of the season and they'll announce it and then he'll start. You know, the, the crazy thing is, is like we have, so we have, what's today? So officially from, today is Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So the what, Friday's the 19th. Two months from then we have our first preseason match against Wrexham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like a little over two months away, say two months, we have our first preseason match and we're. About right back into this. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, and Pasha's got such an uphill battle to to climb here because mm-hmm. it. I mean, you you said it earlier how we're just a mess of a club. I mean, we are a freaking mess with um with ownership issues and with locker room issues and morale issues and fitness issues and just the complete gutting that this management's done. Um, you would still see, like, when Potter was still, like, in the throes of his demise, I guess, uh, which basically started when he started, um, you would still see people, like, send all those tweets out about how great, what Bowley and them have done and how great it's been. Mm-hmm. You don't see those as much anymore. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, we're just in shambles right now. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, what is the way forward? I do not envy Potter at all in this situation. I know the way forward. I read this today that apparently Potch is big on family, a family environment, especially okay. at the training facilities. And when he was at Tottenham, he convinced uh, Levy to put in a six-figure barbecue area for the team. So maybe barbecue's the answer to our problems. Barbecue is always the answer. And I agree with that. You know, maybe we need to, like, us as some Americans need to send them over some some people to actually yeah. show them how to make good barbecue. Cause yeah. I just don't like when you, when you think of England, I mean, you've been there. I haven't, I don't really think of barbecue. You no, know, it's, it's just not readily available like it is here. Yeah. So we need to send some people over here, you know, show them how to make proper barbecue. Some, you know, some sliced pork, some pulled pork, mm-hmm. you know, some ribs, like good, good sauce in there, you know, really yeah. show them the difference between a wet rub and a dry rub, you know, like, <laughs> That's the answer. Barbecue is the answer to all our problems, Jason. There's so much overlap with Ted Lasso right here. It's not even funny. So true. I love true. it. I I think it's good. The only the yeah. only thing poaches in is American. Yeah, I, he, I mean, yep. Barbecue, family atmosphere. Mm-hmm. All he needs is some puns in there. He's, yep. he's got he's got the vibe of the show. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's what we're, I mean, is that what we've turned into now is a Ted Lasso club? God, how far we've fallen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, have you seen the third season? Mm-mm. Okay. I haven't. I won't spoil anything for you. 
appreciate. I got to pay for Apple at some point in time, just so I can yeah, get yeah. To, so I can watch the third season. Um, but yeah, it's um, I mean, when Potch was announced, let me see, did I? I really got to do a better job of saving tweets and stuff. Same. Because I see something, and I'm like, oh, I need to bring that up on the podcast, and then it gets to the podcast, and I don't remember. It's what just I said. so hard to be motivated right now with any news about this team. Yeah, I don't see. I did, of course I didn't see it. Um, I save it. Um. Anyway, so basically, it had people that Ponchatino had identified. It was. Let's see if I can remember. I know Martinez, the striker from Inter Milan, was one of them. Um, McAllister from uh, Brighton was one of them, and there was two more. I don't remember who the other two were, but um, you know, talking about people he identified as players he wants in the club and stuff like that. So it's, I don't know. I'm just, we can't afford all these players. We can't. I don't know what we're gonna do this summer. I really am just excited about making it to the buy or sell episode after the Newcastle match, last match of the season. We can yeah. just be like, get rid of this guy, keep this guy, get rid of this guy, keep this guy. Yes. So, um, yeah, I don't we know. We got a lot gonna, to talk about coming up. We do. It's going to, I mean, like, that's the thing is hard because, like, these episodes I feel like are just like, you know, you have those, um, you know, you have a season of a television show that you're really into and you, you know, they always start off hot. You know, first few episodes are always really good episodes, get you hooked mm-hmm. in there. You know, and then you have these few episodes in the middle that are just filler episodes, and they really don't make any sense. And you're like, "Oh, that was that was boring." Like, yeah. you know, that wasn't great television. It was just average television. I feel like that's where we are right now. We're just in filler episodes of the podcast because <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> we're just waiting to get put out of our misery because we're out of everything. So let's just make it to the end of the season with these filler episodes for the next yeah, yeah, yeah. two or three episodes, you know, and then we can really start cranking it back up, you know, with some stuff and getting into everything and the yeah. state of the club and who we want to keep, who we want to get rid of. Um, Yeah. It's just filler episodes at this point. Well man. said. <laughs> I mean, we're only 20 minutes into this one. And it's just ended. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we got. What else are we going to talk about? <laughs> oh, I got a couple more things. Um, so oh, good. Uh, good, good. Uh, Chelsea news. Good news for you and me because I know we're both high on this person. But um, Chelsea refused to send uh, Chuck uh, to the U- England U twenties today yeah. because the rest of our midfield is hurt, and we actually might need somebody to play in the midfield for us. So yeah, Chuck Chuck is staying. I'm really happy about that. Yeah, same. I'm all for that. Uh, I love Chuck. I I do wish. I mean, it, it's like you said earlier. It was good to see Lewis Hall play. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to see um, even more time. But we only have three games left, so there's not a yep. lot of time. But um, man, all these players are gonna have to start proving themselves to Potch too, like during training. Like that's yep. pretty. That's gonna be a pretty exciting time, I think, for the players. Probably stressful, but also it's kind of exciting because. Um, who knows what that uh, first lineup is going to be of the new season? I mean, that's going to be pretty incredible. It is going to be interesting. Um, I mean, like we have. Uh, so of course, uh, Kovacic is hurt now. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't like him match. being hurt, but I also don't like him in the game. So yeah, you know, he's hurt. Conte's hurt. You know, uh, Conte. He just can't be stay healthy now. He can't. 
He literally cannot stay healthy, man. He just comes back from injury and he'll play for like a month and then he'll get hurt again and be yeah. out for a while. And um, so he's hurt. So, I mean, like, literally we don't have that many midfielders. I'm guessing that Frank will probably start Enzo Gallagher and the stud Ruben Loftus cheek in the midfield. Um, who did have an assist this week, though. Let's he shout did. out RLC for having an assist this yeah. week. He actually got the ball up from under his feet and passed it to Sterling. Yeah. You know, instead of normally he just gets stuck there and he does something with it and it doesn't work out. But. Sterling actually didn't just dribble it away or into somebody or have True. a bad touch. So. True. Scored twice. Scored yeah. twice. Yes. I mean, that's an improvement. Once off he a dude's a- face, but, I mean, it's still a goal. Hey, we'll take it however we can get it at this point in time. I mean, he is our leading scorer, I believe, for this year. So Wow. Um, Congratulations on getting the Chelsea Golden Boot <laughs> in one of the worst seasons ever <laughs> in Chelsea history. True that. True that. Um, Modern well, guess, Chelsea history. Yeah, I guess when you talk about this, um, which I know you didn't watch the match, but, boy, you and me both shouted a fart on this podcast. You know, we wanted Mindy back in the between the yeah. posts. And it was just abysmal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I saw some of the highlights. Not good. What happened to him? I what don't happened? know, man. I, I'm still convinced that my theory that he got a, a, a uh, like a um, curse put on him whenever he played AFCON. <laughs> it, it's been since then. He had a curse put on him. Yeah, yeah. And it's just been downhill since then. I don't know what happened to him. Um, I, I, it sucks because I really like Mindy. And I did too. I love him. He, I mean, I still he's, do, but yeah, he's just not. He's not. He's not. As the kids say these days, he's not him anymore, Jason. He's right. not him. Um. So. Yeah, I don't really. I don't know. I just it sucks because I really wanted to come out and like keep a clean sheet. And that first goal that that we gave up was just a lot of it had to do with Mindy. Um. So. Yeah. I don't know. It was, it, but Kepa's not even better. I mean, that's the thing about it. Like, they both suck. Yeah. I did see an interesting thing on uh, Reddit where it just says the Kepa slander needs to stop, and they just shared save percentages uh, with a minimum of five appearances. And Kepa had, uh, well, Raya has a 75.9%, and then Kepa was 75. Pope, 74. Johnston, Johnstone, Johnston. 74, and then Leno was 73.4. Yeah, but look at those teams. All right, so let's let's back that up real quick. Because, all right, so Leno is... Is that Fulham, right? Isn't that where Leno is now, I believe? Yeah, he is. So he's at Fulham. So Fulham is one game ahead of us, and they've given up 49 goals this year. Yeah. Um, who was uh who was the other ones? Um, Raya was the only one above him. He who played for he Brentford. Played for Brentford, they're two places above us, and he, they've given up forty five goals this year. Yeah. So your save percentage, my point, and all, who was all right? So who's the next two? Um, right under him was Pope of Newcastle, and then Johnston of Crystal Palace. Is that Crystal Palace? Yeah. I think it's yeah, who are below us. Pope is the only one that like you could really look at that list and be like, okay, he's been yeah. good this year. Like The other ones are all mid-table teams. It just means they've had a shit ton of shots. And they, yeah, they've actually saved some, but they yeah. still 
been peppered. So it's the shade percentage doesn't mean much to me. Like I get what he's trying to say, but when I see teams shoot from out, what is his save percentage from shots outside the box? Let's do that save percentage, which should be your high save percentage theoretically because the team's further out from the goal. So what's your save percentage from outside the box? Because I guarantee it's low. Just just in time, somebody chimed in in the chat and said second most long range goals conceded in the league. There you go. There's the point. That's and the caveat. Somebody too. said that's what happens when you let your opponents have both time and space right outside the box. And then somebody responded, "That's what happens when you have Keppa trying to stop them, and the players on the opposition team have literally been told by their manager to take them way more often because Keppa is more than likely to let them in." Yeah, and he's freaking short. That's my issue yeah. with Keppa too. What he's not like? How tall is Keppa? He is not like six. I want to say he's like six one, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, he's not the tallest. That's for sure. How what's 189 centimeters? I don't know. I don't know my conversion rate, Jason. What's 189 centimeters? I'll find what? out. Here we go. I'm finding out. Six two. So six two. I was I was a little bit off. So six two. So that's like I want my goalkeeper to be like six four six five. Like save percentage is a shit stat. That was another comment. Hey, I'm with that guy. Save percentage is a shit stat. So the I issue is the amount of goals he concedes that the ball hits him in the hand. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's one of those things. It, it's just not. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just I'm over Keppa. <laughs> oh man, I'm yeah. There, there's at least some logic heads in that yes, chat. Um, there are, but. But uh, the, you can find a stand for anyone, which uh, which is fine. But uh, that is true. You can. But yeah, you can find a stand for anybody. Uh, somebody put it really well. They just said Keppa is not an elite keeper, and that's what we need. So yeah, that that to me is probably the best yeah. argument. That is true. I mean, I mean, you can also. I mean, I can. You can also make the argument that if we just could actually score goals, that we'd probably win more matches, and that that would make yeah, Keppa yeah, look for better. Sure. Mm-hmm. when we're more or less dependent on, which is, this sucks, is we're more or less dependent on our goalkeeper keeping a clean sheet to win a match. Like, right. if they don't yeah. keep a clean sheet, we're probably not going to win. Yeah. So, it is, it is, but at the same time, it's like, I think everybody knows Keppa isn't up to par for what we need at Chelsea. So, yeah. I mean, I agree. It's just, he's just not. So, um, I don't know. Anyway, um, so Chuck is staying. Hopefully, he sees minutes now because I think this podcast we're a very pro Chuck podcast here. Oh yeah, can say that, and uh, feel like he sh- definitely should have got more minutes under Lampard in these last few matches because why not? <laughs> I just I, I think this is the weirdest thing. I think caretaker managers are the weirdest thing. I like don't want to do this again. It's like when we have Benitez. Oh, we hated that though. That was and I oh think, man, that was, was a. That, I remember one. that. Yeah, I remember yeah. that hate train with Benitez. That was a. Gosh, the fans hated that. I would have loved to have been on Reddit back then. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we Di Matteo took us to the Champions League, and we've had other caretaker managers in the past, and that's fine. Yeah, yeah, the fat waiter. That's what that's what everybody called <laughs> the fat waiter. Yeah. Um. But uh, 
But yeah, I think caretaker managers are just weird, man. Like if you're doing it between, like some, like an appointment, that's fine. But this caretaking, caretaking thing until the end of the season is just weirded me out. Like I don't know how to think about the team. Like talking about them and and Frank like going in there knowing he's only going to be here for a little while and like trying to put piece together some sort of philosophy is just it, it kind of bums me out like there's nothing good coming from this like we're basically just hoping that Frank keeps him in good enough shape for Potch to come in and do what he needs to do I it's weird I'm just weirded out yeah it is it's definitely weird um it is one of those things that I don't... I mean, like, if, if you're going to get a caretaker manager, I feel like you need somebody that wasn't about to get a team relegated and got fired from that job. You know? Get somebody that's actually credible to come in. Yeah. yeah like, really. he he almost... I mean, he got fired from Everton because he was on the verge of getting Everton relegated. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's like, yeah. why are we bringing this guy in here to be our manager? Why? I mean, Everton kind of control their own destiny now. Um, yeah. Uh, so maybe Frank doesn't have to. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, like he's going to dodge a bullet there. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he'll always be remembered as a guy that almost got Everton relegated and then really tried his hardest to get Chelsea relegated. Yep. In the same season. In the same season. There, There's the caveat to all this. In Jesus. the same season. He almost got two teams relegated. Yeah, it's just a weird. Uh, I just feel weird. I, just, I like this season has ended even worse than I thought it would, and <laughs> yeah. and I just don't know how to feel about it. Like, uh, it's going to be a really interesting summer for sure. Uh, I mean, and in and in a way, exciting um, mm-hmm. because we have a new manager coming. They're they're obviously wanting to make some signings. We're going to get rid of some deadwood that we probably should have got rid of. And we say we this every have year to though. now. We say this every year. It's like, we're going to get rid of Deadwood this year. And we but it never has to happen this year. Like, we got 30 <laughs> players. Like, it has you're right. to happen. Yeah. Like, it has to. But you're and right. For- it does. We, it'll, it'll, we'll be screwed again. As yeah. soon as don't don't forget that uh, we're also getting uh, Lukaku back, too. So, yeah. don't forget that. And uh, well, we'll Yeah, get- yeah, yeah. And well, we'll who get, are uh, the guys I'm- coming in? Like, who, who? I keep forgetting who's coming in now. Oh, like the uh, the players we've already signed, but yes. weren't here yet. We already have like uh, three coming in, right? Goose, Gusta, yeah. Gusto, Gusto, I think from Leon. I think that's where he's from. The right yeah. back, and then in Cuckoo from uh, yeah, yeah. RP's Leipzig. Um, yeah. So those two for sure, um, and then Lukaku's coming back, and Lukaku's coming back, and we get Colwell back from Brighton, hey, which will be good. Yeah, um, that's huge. We'll actually have a. Which is, which see, this is the issue that I have with what Bowley and them did. Like, I love Batty Shield. Don't get me wrong. Like, mm-hmm. I think Batty Shield has been fantastic for us this year. But why did you go out and sign Batty at Shield when you're getting Colwell back from right. Bowling and right. you're wanting him to play? And he's proven this year that he can play in the Premier League. So why did yep. you go out and sign Batty at Shield? So you got, now have two left-footed center backs, and you know you have Koulibaly and I guess uh, Silva and Fafana, mm-hmm. you know, on the right. And Koulibaly, if we can get rid of him this summer, that would be amazing. That was a terrible signing. Yeah, um, that's about if we three keep years too Silva. late. 
he said he's staying. Um, well, he said he wife, would well, stay if the coach if wanted him. Right. So I think he'll end up staying. Um, I hope he does. So you have him. Um, you have Fofana. So we're set at center backs. We're set at right back. Left back, both of those guys suck. Um, Chilwell, <laughs> Chilwell yeah. is a good, this is the thing, Chilwell's a good wing back. He's yeah. just not a good left back. And there's yeah. a difference. Like, he's good at getting forward. He's good at putting crosses in the box. He's good at scoring goals. But he's not good at defending. He's just not. And Kukurea yeah. is bad at everything. So, man, Kukurea, good lord. Dude is I, not good. No, he's not. I mean, at least, thank goodness, I think the best left back we have right now is Lewis Hall. Thank goodness yeah. we have him. 18, so, too. Yeah, 18, so we're good. Um, You know, but then, but this goes back to the old regime. We let, um, what's his face? I can't, I cannot pronounce this guy's name. Say, Levac, I, I can't think. I think he was playing the Southampton now, but he was one of our up-and-coming left backs. We let him go a couple years ago. Yeah. Um, So it was like, we were just terrible money squad management at this point in time. And then, I'm starting you know, to think they don't know what they're doing. I agree with that statement. They have no clue with what they're doing. It's, the Batty at Shield signing is a great signing, and I love Batty at Shield. But like I said, it doesn't make any logical sense from a standpoint mm-hmm. when you have Colwell out on loan. Like, it would have been cheaper for us to recall Colwell from his loan and let him play for us the rest of this year yeah. and let him finish at Brighton. Yeah. But no, we went and spent 20-something million on Batty Shill, which is a good talent, but you don't have... You You have Fofana, Batty Shill, Colwell, three young center backs competing for position or for playing time. How are you going to yeah. fit all those guys in there? You... We, if, especially if we go to a back four, which is what Potch realistically usually plays. Mm-hmm. So if you stick with the back four, you're not ever the only two of them can play. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm just sort of at a loss for. This is, they don't know what they're doing. They really don't. And I think. I don't know. I have no clue. And Colwell had. He had a great game this past weekend against Arsenal. Mm-hmm. He had a fantastic game. So he he's great and he's young too. Yeah. And so is Fafana. I mean, I guess granted with Fafana's injury history, having Batty Shill and Coltwell there aren't a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So but But you gotta keep them happy when they're not playing too. You're so, right. Or whoever's You're right. Playing. So it is it's gonna be interesting. Um I guess the other news is is we're being you know, Neymar wants to leave, and we're being heavily linked with Neymar again. Just people like look. This is the this is the average response I see on Twitter. Any people dropping nuts? It's Neymar. Of course, we have to go after him. It's Neymar. Yes, you know, whatever. It's Neymar. It's Neymar. Okay, guys, just stop. Neymar. Yes, I love Neymar, but he is freaking injury prone, like a champ. Like he's played twenty matches this year. Twenty. Wow. He's out for the rest of the year. He's not playing anymore this year. He missed like half the matches last year. He is consistently missing twenty plus matches a year. That's Conte level stuff there. Yeah, I mean he's fit, it would fit in perfectly at Chelsea under that you know guys. But <laughs> yeah. you know at the same time it's like why would we go out and spend you know we could probably get him for you know fairly cheap 
But why would you spend money on a guy that yeah. is injured all the time? And he's 31. He's past his prime. He's not. He's clearly not a Ronaldo or Messi where he's going to be playing until he's 35, 36 years old, putting in 20 or 30 goals a year. Yeah. You know? Like, that's this just be not going to. stupid gonna... signing if we did that. Yeah, it would be dumb. It should be wasting more money. Well, then it becomes a, well, we've spent that much money on him, so we've got to play him. Mm-hmm. And then you start building things around him. But then you've built things around him, and he gets injured. It's going to be a Ronaldo situation at Man United all over again. Yeah. But at least Ronaldo stayed healthy for the most part. That is actually true, Actually yeah. contributed goals. Ronaldo's just an asshole in the locker room. Well, and apparently yeah. Neymar's a, you know, he can be a bit of a prima donna too. So, yeah. but, and I don't know. I mean, it's, it's just the absurdity of some of the comments on Twitter about getting Neymar. It's like, you people. So yeah. just, like, just stop. Just, just stop. It's not even um, worth really entertaining at all. Yeah, I don't either. I think the biggest question going into the all season is, you know, Mason Mount and what we're going to do with him and his situation. Because yeah. Ponch apparently loves him. So, will he yeah. sign an extension? Um, or will he not? So Yeah. I, I don't know. It's it's a weird situation to be in, too. I mean, like, he's Chelsea's golden boy for the last couple of years, and now all of a sudden, mm-hmm. like, do you, do you lay some of the blame on this, on, like, current circumstances, current board, current, or Potter when he yeah. was here? Like, they couldn't get the job done. Um, like, well, why, would, why would he stay here, at, yeah. like, when we're playing this way? Like, anyway, there's a lot well, going parent- into this situation. It's weird. He came out recently, and they offered him a one-year contract. In uh, like February, sometime in the winter, like over like January, February, sometime like they offered him like a one year extension to his contract, and I'm like, that's just almost insulting to me. Yeah, I agree. Like it insults me, and I'm not even Mason Mount. Like it doesn't seem serious. Yeah, because it's just like oh, they just want to tie him up so they can get more money if they get if he transfers out is what it seems like, you know, and not necessarily a serious offer like hey we want you to stay here long term here's money and here's a you know nice big contract yeah but you know, what do I, what do I know what do I know Jason I mean you know more than Bowley I think everybody knows more than Bowley like that's For the problem though. like yeah. everybody knows more than Bowley like cause yeah. it's just it's crazy how inept and dumb he is and what they've done. And I kind of just don't understand how you ruin a club in a year. It took them a year. <laughs> I mean, at least I it mean, took the it took the Glazers several years to ruin United. You could probably make an argument that, that took them less than a year. Touche. Touche, sir. Touche. I will, <laughs> I will agree with that. Like, um, they, they, I mean, they've been one of the worst things that has happened to us. I, Mm-hmm. But Bowley still has faith that they'll figure it out. That's what he said. I don't. I don't have faith that he'll figure it out. He's a dumbass. I, I, yeah, I don't have any faith in this club until I see some results from Potch. And the thing that I'm looking forward to the most is a fresh start at the mm-hmm. at the beginning of the season with a guy that will have been here for an entire preseason. None of this. He came in seven games in the season. How brave he was to start <laughs> mid-season. Um... He will, um, 
he will have had a full preseason. So I don't want to hear any of this BS. Although there, there's not going to be as um, I think there's going to be a lot of pressure on Potts more so than Potter. Everybody yes, I agree. Potter was giving him the bit of the doubt. Potts is expected to win. That's why he's being brought in. So um, yeah, I agree I, with that. That's the expectations for Pochettino very high. But I'm almost the opposite though. I'm willing to give Potts a whole year or two. Mm-hmm. Um, two is probably a little much. Um, but I'm willing to give him the year that everybody wanted to give Potter. Mm-hmm. And um, but I but I think Potch has earned that, and Potter never did. True, true. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I think that's fair. I don't like because we do need to reverse that mentality of just firing coaches all willy nilly. Like I'm for all sure. for that because that does need to be reversed. Because I'm not all about that life. Um, but you also have to have the right person in place to do that with. And it, I think, you know, time will tell if it's Pochettino's that guy. I mean, he did take a very shitty Tottenham team to a Champions League final, but he also has never won anything either. Right, right. True. So, at the same time, you look at that and you're like, you know, he's never won anything. So, right. What, but if he, like you said last episode, if he wins something with us, we can rub That's it in Tottenham's face. <laughs> this is the upside. This is like mm-hmm. the hope we can, yeah. like, stand on right now. Like, that mm-hmm. is. That is, like, the thing that we can say in the future. Like, if he does this and we get to, like, hold that over everybody's heads right now, this this future, this this um, thing that we're hoping to look through the crystal ball in that <laughs> might not ever come true, but we can still hold it over everybody's heads because we can yep. just say it out loud right now and it doesn't have to be true or not. I love it. Yeah. Because um, he did what – he won the uh, – with the whatever it was, the freaking um, – Carbo Cup with them. Yeah, the domestic cups, yeah. one of them. Yeah. yeah. So it wasn't FA Cup. It was the other one, the shitty one. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah. the one that I don't care about, I'm always so just like, let's get kicked <laughs> out the competition in the first yeah, round yeah, because yeah. I don't care. Um, that one. So I feel like he has to at least win the FA Cup here, mm-hmm. Premier League or Champions League or Europa League or something right. like that here for us to be able to hold it over Tottenham. You yeah. Know? So we've got to at least win one of those. You know, so if he wants to go on an FA Cup run in the first year, I'm fine with that. Sure. You know, let's just not play Arsenal in the finals, and I feel like we'll win. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. If we play Arsenal in the finals, we always lose. So, Oh, man. And is, we'll lose on PKs, too. And it'll be yes. Horrible. Yep. It'll be sad, and we'll be heartbroken, and it'll suck. So I like getting really excited about the potential of Poch. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if my bar is just set so low now. That that's where it's coming from. Yeah, I mean our expectations are like down here. Oh yeah. So yeah. they're almost we, non-existent now. Right, right, exactly. We after this season, like our expectations are so low. Yeah. So it's like is our excitement for Potch just because we it gives us more hope going into the next season? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or is it because we actually believe that he's actually going to win trophies with Chelsea? And I'm not sure which one it is because yeah. I'm still under the impression that. He's a good manager. Mm-hmm. He's not a great manager, yeah. but he's the best thing available to us at this point in time. Does he become so, a great manager with us? That's the question. Yes, that is that, the question. That was the question with Potter, but Poch has way more upside. So I would agree with that. I would agree he's a lot more proven than Potter is. For sure. Absolutely. So when you look, you know, because my big thing I was harped on with Potter was his 
winning percentage was just garbage. Yes. And why would yeah. we hire this guy? And he never did anything. I mean, Poch's winning percentage isn't that much better, but mm-hmm. it is better. And he actually has coached in the Premier League for an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and won something and at least had Tottenham competing, been to a Champions League final, and had, um, you know, Tottenham in the top four, battling for the top four consistently. Yeah. You know, so, and I mean, like, you would sort of compare, I mean, yeah, Tottenham probably spent a little more money than Brighton, but I would mm-hmm. say Brighton probably scouted players a lot better than Tottenham. Mm-hmm. Like, they probably, so I feel like maybe you would give that advantage to Potter in that situation that, because we know how Daniel Levy is at Tottenham. Terrible, yeah. terrible, yeah. terrible, terrible, terrible. Um, and, the, and Potch was there when they built their stadium and they weren't buying anybody. Right. So, yeah. I mean, he was he didn't have great teams while he was there. So, Well, he's got a lot know. of young kids that are pretty impressionable right now. That, mm-hmm. like, that are going to want to work for him. Yep. And and just even having this sort of pedigree coming into the room, I think is amazing. Mm-hmm. And that he can mold and speak into and build a philosophy into. Like he's gonna have a lot of blank canvases in a lot of ways. And so that I mean there there are a lot of pluses to how this is working out. Mm-hmm. The fact that we are here in the first place is stupid. <laughs> but I think that there are a lot more. I'm a lot more excited about this next season than I thought it was going to be when I thought Potter was going to. When we were giving Potter, hey, he's got to at least make it till the next December. Yeah, like, I think that's what we were we were landing. That's on. what we said. Um, we did, yeah. And, and and I think that was mainly you and I would agree. Um, yeah. And I and like I just think that that was the that should have been the right call probably, but he's so abysmal. He was that, so bad that he fractured the fan base. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we aren't seeing progress at all, yes, it, we're not seeing a philosophy, but they're telling us to trust the philosophy. I, I just, it's it's hard to keep everybody on your side. Mm-hmm. And I just it don't. Is. And and I I heard it ringing around the stadium like, uh, man, Potter's a really nice guy, but just don't <laughs> think that he was the right fit for us. Yep. He's not a Chelsea manager. He's not elite enough. And that, that was the sentiment um, by most of the Chelsea fans. I don't think anybody wished ill on the guy. I just no. don't think we wanted him to be our coach. And uh, right. that doesn't mean we don't like him as a person. It just means we don't like him as a coach. Yeah, and that's, a, that's the thing, too. It's like nobody at Chelsea likes Lampard as a coach. But we all love Lampard as a person and a player yeah, for, sure. for Chelsea. But he's got to be one of the worst managers that's ever been at Chelsea. <laughs> So no, it's it's and, sad but true. Yeah, yeah. So it's like one of those things you have to be able to separate the person, you know, and not because I mean that's the thing. It's like people nowadays, you know, it's just so much extremism in the world, and it's like you know death threats to Potter and Jesus. everything like that when he yeah. was going and like like yeah okay the dude might not be getting the results at your club that you want, but nobody deserves that. Like that's just uncalled for. You know? Yeah. So it's, you've got to be able to separate that, you know, the person from the manager and say, he is a good guy and he's probably nice, but he just is not good enough to be Chelsea's manager. And that's okay to say both of those things. Both of those things can be true. And you don't have to, you know, 
degrade a person or, you know, give them death threats and their family and stuff like that. Like, that's just stupid and dumb. So, I don't know. It's just the world we live in today, man. The world we live in, man. Well, hopefully they give Potch a little more benefit of the doubt and they're not as mean to him and they uh, rethink their lives. And see, I think it's going to be worse with him. Yeah, you're probably right. One, because he's... I think Potter did get a little bit more time because, you know, 99% of our fan base is English and Potter's an English manager. Yeah. We talked about the whole bias with him in the media the whole time he was here because he was English. And, you know, number two, you know, I think the, the thing Potch has going against him is he was a Tottenham manager at one point in time. Yeah. Chelsea fans are going to be quick to jump on that. Like, why did we hire a shit Tottenham manager to be our manager? This isn't our level. And they're going to jump on that. But they'll be quicker to jump on that because he's Argentinian. He ha- he's not British. He hasn't. There's no connection to him. And the fact that he was a Tottenham manager will make people jump on him even quicker. Yeah. So, I mean, I could see it being less time. Like, if he starts out on a bad run, it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. Quick. And I don't agree with that, but that's the way it's going to be, I feel like. I guess we'll see the potential for the schedules. I think they release in a month. Oh, that'll be... So, that'll be we'll fun. see uh, who we play. Uh, the past several seasons, we've played one of the top four in, like, the first or second game. Mm-hmm. It's been but a Tottenham was ridiculous. our, what, third, second, third game yeah, this past third year? Game. Yeah, third yeah. game this past year. Yeah. Um... So yeah, I mean, but it'll probably be our first game this year. Jesus, <laughs> oh man, you know, you know they're itching for it now. They're salivating. The Premier League is salivating. It's gonna be opening <laughs> weekend. We're probably gonna play Tottenham. You know, what are they gonna do when they can't rig a Chelsea game in the Champions League this year? Uh, oh gosh, that poor rigging committee that gets to decide the games. Yeah, in, in in the guise of people pulling balls out of a bowl. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, you don't have you don't have uh, Chelsea and Real Madrid to play for like the twentieth year in a row in the Champions yeah, League. Yeah, yeah. So well, yeah, it's gonna whatever. be such a boring Champions League next year. I know. Ugh. I don't know who are they gonna screw over this year. Good the, lord, I'm pulling for Real Madrid so hard. Oh, I know. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll gladly lose to City this weekend as long you know. <laughs> maybe our philosophy this weekend should be hurt the City players. So they can't play Tuesday yes. or Wednesday yes. against Madrid. Yes. You know. Oh, no, they play tomorrow. Shit, oh, they play tomorrow. tomorrow. Never mind. Yeah. Legs yeah. tomorrow. Never mind. I'll be, week. I'll be watching that game. Yeah. Um. Hopefully City blunder and fall down and Madrid can win. And then yes. just root for the under. Let's root for a little Inter Milan, you know. First, yeah. Be their first Champions League since. I would, too, to, since Moo left, since he won it with them. So, oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the last time they won it. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, but I really, I'm with you. I really hope Madrid, yeah, win tomorrow. Like I do. I pray that they win. Do not want. Do not want City anywhere sniffing the trouble. I'm fine with them winning the league. We talked about this before we went on air. I'm fine with them winning the league. Yeah. Because they win it so much. Don't care about that. Don't, I just want Pep to never win the Champions League outside of the times he the yes. times he won it at Barcelona. Like just so we can ever forever say that 
Yeah, he's a good domestic coach, but you know, he wasn't <laughs> the greatest in the Champions League in European football where it really matters. Right. right. So, and I don't want City to have that trophy either. Yeah, never. The, le- the less teams that have that trophy in the Premier League, the better it is for us. Yes, that is true. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, although Nottingham Forest does have one, so. That's true. They got two, don't they? They got two. Yeah, they got two. Yeah, yeah we're on we're level with Nottingham Forest now on uh, Champions League trophies. Man, finally making it up to Nottingham Forest level. I mean, I know. all on the weekend. Just twos <laughs> all around. Twos all around, man. Twos all around. Um, Yeah, so uh, in lieu of this weekend, so I decided, you know, normally we do predictions. Okay. We're not going to do, do score predictions this yes. week. Yes. Thank God. We're going to do how many goals will Erling Holland score against Chelsea this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, okay. I just had a gut feeling. It doesn't mean too much, um, but my gut was four. I'm going three. I'm, he's going to yeah, have yeah. a hat trick okay. against us. At least we're but, similar. Yeah. Yes. He will. It'll be three goals at least, if not more, this weekend against Chelsea. How, how freaking insane would it be if he actually did score four? I could totally see a hat trick happening. I could and see then they, like, you know, maybe taking him off or something. But they probably going won't to, take him off. So. He'll have a hat trick probably in the first, like, 30 minutes of the match, yeah. man. <laughs> we are about to get owned. Like, yes. It's going to be insane. You know what? I don't like. Normally, I'd be pissed off and mad. Like, I don't even care. Like, yeah, I, yeah. If we win, I don't really want to again because I don't want Arsenal to win the the, the league. So I prefer right. City to win the league. So let's just let City beat us so they can win the title and capture it against us. Whatever, don't care. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just gonna be bad. It's gonna it's be bad. Yeah, I don't see any good coming from this. Mm. I mean, at least I knew when Tuchel, when we played City with Tuchel, we at least had somewhat of a chance. Like, I never felt, mm. like, confident because I still feel like Pep's a better manager than Tuchel is. But Pep tends to overthink a lot of times, which is what he did in the Champions League final. But it was at least going to be, like, nil-nil, one-nil to one yeah. of the teams. You know, it was going to be close. Lampard, just, no. What is, you know, I'd be interested to see this. I'm going to go look this stat right quick before we sign off on this podcast today. wonder how bad City beat. Okay, so when did they play Everton earlier in the year? They just played them this past weekend. Lampard wasn't there. Where's the other match with Everton? Oh, okay. So, I wonder if that was a... Interesting stat, Jason. Lampard actually drew City earlier this year, 1-1. Whoa. In the Premier League. Oh, so, Lamps. Oh, Lamps might, you know, maybe he'll work some magic. Holland's you know, been destroying, though. He really lately. has. I mean, he owns the record now for most goals, you know, in the Premier League season. Holland scored the goal in that match, too, for City. So, um, yeah. We'll see. Um, oh, so interesting. Last time when they played City... Uh, Everton played five at the back. <laughs> they oh, played a five-four-one. So, wow! I That's wonder. Uh, I wonder if old Lampard's gonna come out with a five-four-one this weekend and just sit back and just let, sit uh, back. You know, I mean, they had uh, City had seventy-four percent possession against them. Five hundred ninety-seven passes. Did they just get one on the counter or something? 
I don't remember. It was uh, Gray scored it in the 64th minute. That's all I know. I don't remember. I didn't watch the match. But, yeah, I, that's a... Uh, eh, who knows? Hey, maybe Lampard will work some magic this weekend, Jason. <laughs> I, you know... Uh, I don't... I would love for Lamps to go out on the high. Like, I'm not wishing him ill. Um, I hope that he's able to do it. Uh, but he's going to have to score five. Because Holland's getting four. <laughs> at least five. Holland's scoring four by himself. It doesn't yeah. count for De Bruyne or Gundogan, who's in form right now, or all the other City players. Just that Holland's getting four by himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we can't account for... Like, it... I thought that the team was basically just Holland. I thought that they just put Holland out there. <laughs> just, they just Holland's out there by himself playing. Like, here's the thing is, it'll be interesting that. So, well, no, see, that's the thing. City has to play their starters, too, even though they're going to be coming off the Wednesday, you know, match with Madrid because they're still in the battle with Arsenal. So they have to play their starters. So they can't rest anybody, really. Yeah. So unless yeah. somebody gets hurt against Madrid... So, Rudiger, Rudiger, hear me out, Rudy. Rudy, I know, look, you played for us for a few years, buddy. Um, I don't know if you're going to get much PT this week with, uh, you know, Militao coming back or whatever. So, I don't know if you're going to be starting, but I know you'll probably make an appearance off the bench. Just hear me out, Rudy. Just studs up. If you're, you're, as long as you are winning the match, studs up. Holland's uh, right ankle, just studs up. Okay? That's all I'm asking for, Rudy. That's all I'm asking for, buddy. <laughs> So, uh, oh, if you want to break De Bruyne's nose again, that would be great. You've done that before. Break his nose again. Yeah. You know? Like that one time when you were at Chelsea. Just stand there. Let him run into you. <laughs> break his nose again. Dude, do you so, even think that... Uh, do Will they insult us by not even playing Holland? They could. On the weekend? They could, they, they could start uh, with Alvarez up top. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, Just insult us by not playing Holland. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I could see that. That would suck. That would be... That would be such a dick move. <laughs> it would be. And then, but the funny thing is, is like, for some reason, we'll be like doing well and we'll be tied like nil-nil or something like that. Like the 65th minute and Pep will put Holland on and he'll still score four goals and win the game for United yeah. <laughs> over uh, City. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's really pointless, you know. Unless Holland's not on the team sheet anywhere, like the bench or the starting lineup. Right, right, right. <laughs> we have no hope this weekend. Yeah, yeah. So, I do love the possibilities that Hollis is not even on the team sheet. Yeah, that, that's... I, I don't want him to be hurt. I literally want Pep to snub us. <laughs> yeah, Pep's just like, they ask him for the game. So why is Holland not on the team sheet? And his, his answer is just, Chelsea. Like, yeah. that's just, we're playing Chelsea. Yeah. Like, why don't we need him? Early and I talked about it earlier this week. We thought it'd be hilarious. Pep's just trolling the hell out of Chelsea about playing Holland this weekend. Yeah. Like he's just gonna That's show up. He, Premier League's on the line. They got the chance to win the Premier League, you know, clinch it this weekend, and he just benches all his starters. Like De Bruyne yeah. doesn't play. Holland doesn't. <laughs> he treats it like a cup match. Not oh just God. playing Chelsea. What does it matter? I would okay, I would kind of respect Pep if he just did this. <laughs> It'd be hilarious. I mean, I already respect Pep. I, I yeah. like, think he's an amazing manager. Uh, but I would like, it would go to another level if he just trolled us by not playing yeah. his best players. Yes, for sure. 
for sure. Just not even playing anybody. Like, I mean, like, they bring out people like nobody's ever heard of from their academy. Like, who is this guy? Like, oh, he's on the U16 team. We'll be fine. Oh, my God. What a snub. What a freaking snub this would be. I would, I'm here for it. Oh, man. Yeah, so... In lieu of Chelsea playing uh, City this weekend, Jason and he will not be making predictions on uh, the score, but Holland will score between three and four goals. One of us will be right. I predict that. <laughs> yeah, prediction for the prediction. One of us yeah. is getting the prediction right. Yes, one of us is going to get this prediction right because it's going to be three plus. Like, Dude, how are we going to even do this rubber duck thing at the end of the season? I don't know. I don't know. we got to have an Excel spreadsheet for next year. We, we should do like... Uh, what do they call it? Championship Sunday or whatever. Oh yeah, we'll go. We'll to... just go down the list. All all ten games. Whoever gets the most right wins the duck. Sounds good to me, man. Might as well. Might as well because we've lost track of everything. Or we can take a poll and see when they actually will announce Poch, and we'll pick dates on a calendar. <laughs> like a baby pool. Yes, exactly. A Poch pool. A Poch pool. <laughs> I want to know when they're going to start the barbecue grill. That's all I care about. Oh, man. I hope that we get an article about this. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I saw that tweet go out today, and I was like, man. Do we know if he built a barbecue grill? pit area at uh, PSG? I don't know. That's probably why he got fired, because he didn't. The PSG <laughs> players were expecting the barbecue pit, and they didn't get the barbecue <laughs> they pit, so they fired it. him. <laughs> <laughs> Where's our barbecue? They were just chanting it, wearing, like, bibs. <laughs> <laughs> their forks in their hands. Yeah, holding silverware. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Yes. Um, he couldn't employ I, his tactics, so they just drowned him out with the barbecue chant every uh, every single halftime and pregame. I need to go find that tweet because the picture is actually hilarious because it's like him and Daniel Levy standing next to just a barbecue grill, and they're like, they spent six figures. I'm like, six figures on this? It's just a grill. <laughs> I can go to freaking Walmart and buy that for cheap for six figures. You don't need but six figures. was it a big green egg? No. <laughs> no, it wasn't a big green egg. It was just normal, like, it looked like a stainless steel grill. Like, oh my God. You know people in America, some of the best barbecue comes out of filing cabinets that yes. have been converted into barbecue yes. grills. <laughs> you don't need six figures to make a barbecue pit. Dude, we, <laughs> um, we saw so many big green eggs in London. Like, not really? Two. And everyone wears Carhartt there. Yeah, you told like, me that. I remember you saying as about Carhartt. Fashion. What? What? I don't know where we were, but we went to the place where Chelsea plays games. Uh, the place <laughs> where Chelsea amongst the big green eggs and the Carhartt jackets and pants. Jeez, I don't know, man. Like Carhartt's a thing now. Like, and when you and me were coming up, like it was just like it was a workman's thing. Yeah, workman like, like hunting. Yeah. Things, yeah, like now it's a fashion thing. Like everybody has like a Carhartt beanie. Yeah, I so, really want Potch to just wear Carhartt a lot. That would be but, hilarious. But he's a he's a pretty sharp dressed uh, coach. He if is. I remember correctly. So he is a sharp dressed guy. We're, yeah. he, gone are the days of uh, tracksuits and Nike uh, hats yeah. on the sidelines of Tuchel. Yeah. Tuchel I mean, raiding Potter... the gift shop before the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Potter was dapper. Yeah, yeah, Potter he was nice. on, He was he would dress especially for Champions League night. He should have wore that freaking turtleneck the entire uh, season. I wanted to see holes in that thing. Yeah, I mean, he always won in the turtleneck, but but Potter did look nice on the sidelines. 
He did. He looked nice. Um, you know, whatever. I mean, it is what it is. Uh, he had that going for him. He did. He did. He had his little glow up when he got here. Then he looked like death when he left because <laughs> we ran that poor man into the ground. <laughs> Good gracious. He, he looked awful when he, he left. He did. He did. I really oh, want to fire. I really want to fire. Barbecue grill. I don't know. I'll have to go find that and send you a picture of it. But yeah, man, I think that's about it. I don't have anything else for tonight. Oh, oh there it is. I got it. I found it. What the crap? I want to send it to you now. This is like this is this is what they claim they spent six or this is the you know the six figure thing. Oh, you showed me. Yeah, I'm going to yeah I'm going to take a picture of it and send it to you because I can't yeah. So this is the uh, six figure um what they spent. Come on, go away. Stop. I love how this became like your goal here at the end, just to find this, this is my goal is to show you Tottenham's that, barbecue pit. Yeah, this is Tottenham's oh, okay, barbecue pit. Oh my god. <laughs> I was expecting like at least an area. No, I told you, man. It's just it's like the cheapest barbecue grill that you can find. What the like, hell? This is a horrible picture. Is that really them? I don't know if that's League or not. I have no clue what League looks like, but that's Potch on the these, left. These look like caricatures of them, actually. Mm -hmm. Somebody made this up. <laughs> I mean, it's like, during his time at Tottenham, he helped persuade Daniel Levy to spend six-figure sum on constructing a barbecue area within their training facility. I'm like, that's the barbecue area? It's just a freaking grill. It is a grill <laughs> on a patio. That is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, you couldn't even, like, here's the thing. We got 30 people on our team. You couldn't even feed our team on that grill, Jason. It would take them, like, five hours to I serve mean, them. My God. Yeah, I was expecting, like, like one of those, like, barrels that goes for yeah. miles long. Right. How no. do you get anything done on this grill? You can't. Like, you're, you're going to be sitting there all day with your barbecue. Like, man, like, these people... Like Dude, it has his name on the grill. Did you zoom in? It says Mauricio Pochettino on it. It does. <laughs> it is like embossed <laughs> into this thing. It's like sticking out at you. Anybody that wants to see this uh, tweet, uh, feel free to go to our Twitter page. It has been retweeted on our Twitter page. And it is, it like, ah, like, you just think this about this, This is fake. Jason. Somebody just, somebody made this up. Let me just explain something to you people out there that aren't Americans, that don't know anything. If you went to, say, Texas, North Carolina, um, you know, somewhere where barbecue is well-known in the States, and you gave a dude six figures to build him a barbecue pit, it would be the most immaculate thing in the world. Yes. It would be amazing. He's not going to go to Walmart and buy a grill. No, no, no. He's going to have, like, two filing cabinets for smokers. He's going to have, like <laughs> Jason was saying, like, something that stretches. It, it's going to be at least probably a five-yard grill. 
you know, yeah, maybe that 10 yards. pull behind trucks on like right. industrial-sized trailers. Exactly. Exactly. You, it is going to be the most amazing. It's going to be uh, in the shape of a pig, too, you know. So yeah, 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 of course. It's going to be pink and in the shape of a pig. Yes. <laughs> so, but it's going to be the craziest thing. You could give some person in the state, some redneck guy, like literally a tenth of a six-figure thing, and he could come up with a better grill that grills better than that thing. Yeah. Like, this is just the most absurd thing. Is that just seen. all they could get in England? Do they have grills there? Oh no! Somebody from English audience, please tell us: Do y'all have grills over there other than this? Like, do y'all know yeah. what we're talking about when we say giant grills that are shaped like pigs and they're yes. all on industrial-sized trailers? Like, do y'all know what we're talking about? I mean, people over here have bigger grills than this for just like a husband and wife. Yes, yes. I'm pretty sure my grill is bigger than that, and I have a family of four. <laughs> There's my, no at way one point, they get Tom, anything done on this thing. At one point, Tom, well, actually, I have two grills. I have a grill that's that size, and then I have another one. I have a <laughs> gas and a charcoal grill. It's amazing. And my dad, he has two grills. He yeah. has a green egg, and then he has one of them new pellet grills. Oh. Like. He doesn't have the he, uh, hearty grill anymore? No, he gave that to me. I have that now. Whoa! So I have you the Harding Grill. lucky son of a gun. Yeah, that is a that good grill. It is. That thing weighs a ton, too. Wow. So, but I have that grill. But my dad has two grills. It's literally just him and my mom in a house. And he has two grills. Yeah. That are both bigger than this. Well, it's like a <laughs> hobby over here. This isn't just like a you buy a grill and put on a patio outside of Tottenham's training center and spend six <laughs> figures on it. Like, it's like a hobby. Like, it's like something you yeah. you care to do over here. Somebody it is a craft. Somebody, uh, like, really fleeced them. They did. But if they paid six dollars, six figures on this. I mean, I can't imagine. Like, I, this has to, like, I swear. Like, if, if this is the true picture from what Tottenham did with six figures on a barbecue, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. And on top of that, it's propane. Yeah. You know, like, I like propane. It's good. But the burgers are just better when they come off a grill with charcoal. Like, it's just it's just a known fact or wood. Like, it's just, they're just better. You get more flavor that way. But. Yeah. I, I don't know, I, man. This, I'm trying to find the comments on this. If this that, is coming. That's where I is, think the real meat of the conversation is going to be. Oh, man. Okay, I, I've got to be close. <laughs> oh, my God. The first comment is a gif of Shaq falling out of his chair. And the thing is, Lukaku running away mid-training for some ribs. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Shaq really took a tumble there. He did. I'm surprised he's uh, he's okay. Oh man, I'm just. Nobody is talking about how this grill is really. I I love this is going to be the entire title of the podcast episode now. (laughs) I was thinking of podcast episodes. I'm going to be like, 
I mean, we were almost skewered. I don't know. We were we were literally wrapping it up, and now we've literally sat here and have a ten minute conversation about barbecue. (laughs) Just the little things of this club right now, man. It is, man. (laughs) Oh my! Nobody is talking about how ludicrously small this grill is. They are now. I'm fixing to. I'm fixing to comment on it. Okay, th- somebody did comment on the size of the grill. And they had this to say. Will there be enough space for that barbecue joint? I mean, the numerous players they have signed occupy 90% of the facility already. It's true. So it wasn't quite... That's wow. just crazy, man. A lot of people are on board with this, though. travesty man if this is the grill he brings in i'm gonna have to like tweet out chelsea i'm gonna have to do something to get in contact somebody and we're gonna start a gofundme to raise money for a proper grill at chelsea i don't care how good his record is he better get a good grill in there you're damn right like if you're (laughs) this is what you're bringing to the table and you're like i'm gonna create some barbecue you better do it right you better not half-ass this like you did at tottenham because this is this is a like this will make or break our season next year is what kind of barbecue we're going to have at this club. I, yes. That is the only thing we care about going into the next season. You heard it here. Yeah. I need to see this happen. I need photos of the construction of this barbecue area at Cobham. I need all of this to happen. Um, I need, I need it all. Yeah. So, and I mean, maybe this is the only time that it will benefit us to have American owners. Possibly, but Possibly. they are from California, so I have little hope that they actually know what good barbecue is. <laughs> so there's yeah, they're, that. They're going to have an avocado toast area. <laughs> this is I our, like avocado. Avocado toast is pretty delicious. I mean, though. I like <laughs> avocado toast too, but it's some it's some hipster crap. It is. Yeah, I paid uh, at a soccer tournament one time. I paid like five bucks for some avocado toast for my daughter so she could have it before the soccer game. Dude, that's actually a good price for avocado <laughs> toast. It was from a local coffee shop. You know, They'll charge like a, $15 for that stuff. Yeah. In some it was places. a Star Wars themed coffee shop too. Whoa. It was uh, It was called the Dark Side. Yeah. was the name of it. Was it, it just was, all it dark was, roast? No. Man, that coffee is actually pretty good. Nice. Good coffee. I don't remember. Where was it? I think that was in Arkansas. Okay, that's Maybe. cool. Yeah, I think it was Arkansas, but yeah, it's a good little local coffee shop. Nice. So, you know. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Let's anyway. <laughs> after we've chased this uh, barbecue rabbit for the past ten minutes, you know. Um, yeah, you got anything else to add, Jason? I got nothing to add. I'm all for uh, the continued barbecue conversations that we will have in the future, though. So, I, I'm looking forward to that. Um, all right, next next episode we will um, Jason and me will rank our uh, top three uh, forms of barbecue. Um, yeah, okay. we should give our, our our top three favorite uh, items of barbecue. And then the um, next episode we need to talk about which grill we would prefer Chelsea oh, to have. Yes, yeah. Oh, we could we could go grill shopping for Chelsea. Yes, I love this it. This is all right. So these filler episodes are going to be great because we're discussing nothing <laughs> but barbecue for like the next three episodes. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> 
Yep. And y'all just prepare for some barbecue talk for these next few episodes because we have nothing else to talk about relevant to Chelsea. Yeah. But this seems relevant. I'm, I might get some barbecue from around town. <laughs> I'm, look, I'm going to go to uh, Sonny's and get oh, some uh, all-you-can-eat sliced pork for my waiter uh, buddy, Danny. Um, you remember Danny? Yeah, I remember him. You remember, yeah. you remember Danny? He still remembers us, man, to this That's day. That's insane, man. I don't, I mean, it's been 10 years since we all frequented that place, you know, but I Danny wish we remembers had a us. man. Oh, I love it, man. So good. Best. It is. And it's like a chain restaurant, too, but their barbecue is so damn oh, good. so good. So good. So good. Um, yeah, so anyway, um, yeah, I think that about wraps it up this week, man. Uh, yeah. Um, it's a good place to end. Yeah, good place to end. Now, Jason, tell these people where they can go learn about Chelsea barbecuing at uh, these days. Yeah. See our barbecue uh, recommendations, barbecue grill recommendations, uh, whatever else barbecue related at the Ball and Foot on Twitter. Yep, don't check us out there. Um, you know, whatever. Twitter, yeah, that's where we're at. Spotify, yeah, listen to us there. Apple Music, wherever you listen to your podcast out these days, check us out there. Um, and you know, until next time, we'll catch you guys on the flip side. Pochettino be smoking them ribs, flippity floppity. Day.